Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks guys. Talk to you soon. Hey, this is Kelly Roach from the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show. And if you want to learn how to produce world-class relationships, you should be listening to the Build Your Network podcast with my good friend, Travis Chappell. Welcome to the show. I'm Travis Chappell, and I chat with some of the world's top business influencers, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs in order to crack the code of networking. I believe that who you know is more important than what you know, and that your relationships ultimately determine the person that you become. So if you want to learn the new way of connecting, if you want to fill your network with quality people and skyrocket your results, then you're in the right place because this is the Build Your Network podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Build Your Network. Today, I'm sitting down with Kelly Roach. Kelly is known as the business catalyst, helping elite business owners become trailblazing disruptors in their industry by combining timeless business principles employed by billion-dollar corporations with the speed and agility of today's most powerful online marketing strategies. Kelly helps entrepreneurs achieve million-dollar breakthroughs in their business with simplicity and connection. As a former Fortune 500 executive, Kelly built and led record-breaking sales teams in 17 locations around the United States. And she's built her coaching company to the multi-million dollar mark by leveraging scalable intimacy to create the first ever accountability-driven coaching program on the market while revolutionizing the way entrepreneurs launch their offers. Guys, it's going to be an amazing conversation. Once again, I can't wait to jump into it. But first, really quickly, if you are a seven-figure entrepreneur and you understand that having a podcast would be tremendously helpful for your business, for your impact, for your reach, for your network, for your credibility, your authority, whatever it is, whatever the reason is, you know that you you want one, you know that you need one, but you just don't really know how to get it 
started or you don't have the time or the team or resources to dedicate to figure it all out, then have me and my team build that for you. Head over to travischapel.com slash make my podcast. There's a quick application there. We'll jump on a phone call to see if we'd be a good fit to build out your show for you so that you can focus on what you're good at, which is building relationships with your clients and servicing your clients. And then we can focus on what we're good at, which is building world-class podcasts. That's travischapel.com slash make my podcast. Kelly, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yes, ma'am. Of course. Let's go ahead and dive right in, build some context for those listening and uh, take it back. And I'm talking way back. Okay. We always start way back here on the show. So let's say uh, 12, 13 year old Kelly Roach, junior high, talked to me about family life, school life, academics, you know, likes, dislikes, interests, all that good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's see. So at that point, I am solid B student, you know, consistent solid Bs, probably. Solid, solid Bs from trying or solid Bs from not trying? Solid Bs from trying. Okay. All right. I wish I was that cool, but I wasn't that cool. <laughs> I was trying. But yeah, I was, I was probably at that point working three jobs. I was babysitting. I was waitressing. I was doing all sorts of crazy stuff. You know, I came from a family. There are five kids in my family. So, you know, I heard the phrase, we can't afford it quite often. Hmm. And so I learned really, really early that you can turn every no into a yes in life if you're willing to do the work. Hmm. I remember I was driving somewhere with my mom one day and I asked her, you know, if we could do something. And she started laughing and she said, Kelly, you can have anything you want in life as long as you're willing to work for it. And she was laughing and she was joking. And I literally, that flipped a switch in my mind that I've never recovered from because I think at that point I realized, wow, yeah, she's right. I can have anything I want if I'm willing to work for it. And, you know, through high school, through college, you know, I always just challenge myself, you know, to be the best that I could be, to find ways to learn skills that were going to be applicable in the real world. And I remember like, even when I was in college, I was a cocktail waitress at the bar and, you know, I would work the same shift as another girl. She'd roll out with 50 bucks for the night. I'd roll out with a wad this thick with 350 And she'd be like, what are you doing? And like, I just learned that that if you hustled and you worked the room, you know, you could serve a hundred more drinks, get a hundred more tips in the same amount of time that someone else maybe only got 20. So, you know, the hustle was real early on. You know, when I started my first working career, I had no idea what I wanted to do, but I knew I didn't want to struggle with money. And that really quickly led me to sales, leadership, marketing, teaching people business, you know, that's how, you know, when I started with a fortune 500, you know, I just worked my way up, you know, and, and that's how I acquired the skills that led me to doing what I do now today, helping entrepreneurs. So what was your exact major in college then? Communications. Communications. Okay. Gotcha. So I have no idea what I want to do with my life and I like to talk to people. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. So so you are making some good, decent money, at least in college as being a bartender serving drinks. And then when you come out of college, was sales like the very first thing that you jumped into? Yeah. So I actually was, I was waiting tables. I was a cocktail waitress. I was babysitting and I was an NFL cheerleader. Oh, and, wow. and then, yeah, when I graduated, I went right into sales and I loved doing sales. And I didn't even really, when I started my first job, I think like many people, I didn't really even understand like what the company did. I didn't really understand what the sales was. I was just like, I know if I hustle my face off, I can make a lot of money. I can get promoted. I can advance yeah. quickly. And very quickly, they asked me to move into leadership. Okay. And I was not that excited about it. To be honest, I was not really, I loved the ability 
to move and have speed and agility and do my thing and all that. So it took me a little while to really understand the power and the magic of leading people and getting results through others. But once that clicked for me, I really quickly realized like, wow, what you can do with a team is exponentially more than what you can ever do on your own. Mm. And that is like something huge that I brought to my own coaching company when I started it, you know, even back in 2012, when I was first getting started. And, you know, fast forward to today, it's really how we've gotten to the position that we are in the market and, and where we are as a company, because I have this like incredible profit warrior team that like, they just get it, you know, they sell, they market, they lead, and now they're teaching you know, others that are coming up through. Curious, what was that first product that you sold? The first thing that I sold was one-to-one business coaching. It was, oh, really? Really, it was one-to-one taking entrepreneurs that were really good at their craft and really loved and were passionate about what they did, but really didn't understand sales, sales systems, database builds, marketing. No, no, no. I mean, I mean like back when you're in your first job, oh, what was like your first, like, what staff, was it? Staffing. Got it. Got it. Okay. Selling, Selling people on people. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed Survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters. Is, is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Yeah. Cool. So that was like your first taste of yes. that world. What kind of, if this is okay for me to ask, what kind of money were you making in that job? At the start of it, I was making like $36,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Over my trajectory as I grew, I was in the multiple, you know, above 300000 But it got to a point where I looked at the, we were a publicly traded company. So I okay. could salary of the CEO and I was like, I can make that 
from the bedroom in my house, working for myself, not traveling trains, planes, buses, you know, all over the place. And, you know, I just was like, hmm, this doesn't really add up. You know, I'm going to go do no my kidding. own thing. You know? <laughs> so how old were you when you broke off then? Yeah, so I was, so 2012, I think I was 29. I want to say I was 29. Gotcha. So eight or nine years in the corporate world, selling, 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 and then save a little bit of money and then break off and start your own thing at that point. And I started on the side. I started on the side. I always tell the story. I had my little liberty. I would be out in my car making cold calls and doing consults on my lunch break. I would go out on my lunch break and I make cold calls. So I'm like a very risk adverse person. I'm not one of those stories of people that are like, burn the boats. And I actually advise against that. I know that's contradictory to a lot of the advice out there, but I actually believe that you make far better decisions in your business when you don't make decisions out of desperation. No kidding. A lot of people quit their job way too soon. They don't understand what they're doing. They don't have enough money saved. They don't have a source of income to fund what they're doing. And that's why a lot of people end up back Back in in the job again. Yep, exactly. I did the slow and steady route, but it really, really paid off for me because I was able to invest in staff. I was able to invest in advertising and I was able to make really strategic decisions, you know, and fast forward today, we're an eight figure company, right? And that started off from me making cold calls on my lunch break in my car. Yeah. What kind of lists were you cold calling? Were you like buying lists from people or like, was this like a a list of prospects that you had built yourself? Like where were you getting the information to call? Because I was working full time, what I did was I ran Facebook ads for people to apply for consultations. And then obviously there would be a good number of leads that never made it all the way through. So I was like building this database of people that had different varying levels of interest and basically work that list. So you're literally just building your own email list, your own lead list. Exactly. Were you running your own ads as well? No, no. I hired an agency. I mean, now I have a full-time person now, but no, I outsource. And I actually think, and I advise, you know, people that are getting started with ads to do that as well, because it is a skill. Oh, yeah. Oh my goodness. I outsourced ads for five years before I brought them in house. And when I did bring them in house, I spent a lot of money to get my marketing person trained on how to run ads effectively and how to manage them and, you know, get an ROI and all of that. Yeah. Cool. So Kelly, you are obviously a master of a, of the sales process of sales cycle. What are the top few mistakes that you see most entrepreneurs make when it comes to their sales? I mean, I think first of all, people think that sales is about talking and sales is actually about listening. So number one, ask better questions and be quiet. People will give you the answer key. They'll tell you everything that they want and need that will get them excited to buy if you just give them the space and you allow the breath in the conversation. That's number one. Number two is just failure to follow up. I mean, it blows my mind how hard people work to generate leads and then they don't do anything with them. Hmm. And by follow up, I don't mean sending an automated email sequence. I mean, actual human connection, human interaction, relationship building. So I'd say that's number two. But that's you know? hard, Kelly. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> I know. I know. But you can hire people to do it. You can that's hire just... people to do it. I have a sales team. So I don't do any selling myself anymore. But I do, you know, I do sell on camera, obviously, in the live launch and stuff like that. But I don't, I don't do like consultations or anything like that anymore. Yeah. So I think just, I think over automation has gotten a lot of people in trouble. And I think... 
going back to basics and and really looking at how sales got started and building relationships and creating human connection, following up, you know, and even just understanding, you know, having a sales funnel and working people through it. Because I think a lot of times people generate leads for a specific webinar or launch or event. And then there's like nothing that happens afterwards. And a lot of people need to go through several renditions of what you deliver or offer before they're ready to make a buying decision. Mm -hmm. So just having like a continuum in your ecosystem is really, really important. You talk a lot about hiring and obviously that's an important part, integral part of your success. Who are the people that you typically start with? Is this a situation by situation basis or is it fairly across the board? These should be your first two to three hires. Yeah, I mean, I would say definitely your first two to three hires, admin and operations on one side and then sales and marketing on the other. So I always say start with those two legs and then you can expand out from there, sales, marketing, operations, finance, and then service delivery and everything else kind of falls underneath of that. But I would say get someone helping take all the tactical stuff off your plate so that you can focus on profit producing activities and then get someone who their whole reason for being there is to generate revenue. And those are really the two hires that are going to like catapult your business and make a huge, huge difference in creating hyper growth. So I'd say definitely starting there. And, you know, I would say the other thing is hire for DNA, not for skill set or resume. So, you know, the most important thing, especially in an entrepreneurial company is going to be tenacity, flexibility, drive, motivation, commitment, work ethic, and you can teach skills and you can hire people to teach skills to your team. But if they don't have that DNA, you're really up a creek. So just leading with that. When it comes to your salespeople, do you typically recommend, especially if you're getting started, if you're kind of bootstrapping, do you recommend people pay salespeople hourly or a salary base plus commissions? Would you recommend it be mostly commission or 100% commission? How, how do you recommend typically bringing people on like that? I like to start with a base salary and then commission. I think like a reasonable base yeah. where you know they can live, but that they don't want to live off of that base salary. You know, yeah, think, sure. You know, hiring people that are motivated to create six and multiple six-figure income working for you. But I do always pay a base salary, yeah. Okay, got it. This is the Build Your Network podcast. Obviously, we talk a good amount about relationship building, talk a good amount about networking, communication, and all that good stuff. So I'm curious to hear your answer to this question because it's the one I've asked every guest that's come on the show. Who you know or what you know, Kelly? Which of those two is more important and why? Ooh, I'm going to say what you know, but I don't think that's a complete answer because I think it's what you know and what you do with what you know, because there can be lots of people that know lots of things, but they don't do anything with it. I think the what you know and the who you know actually go hand in hand. I'm not giving a one-dimensional answer. I really believe those two things are two sides of the same coin because it's who you know because of what you know and what you do with it that matters. So I think bringing those two things together is is really equally important. But again, the what you know only matters depending on what you actually do with it. Right? Yeah, sure. Can you tell us a story about a time in your business or your life, your career, where maybe you met somebody and you didn't really have any idea how impactful that connection was going to be later on? Do you have any stories like that? Anything that comes off the top of your head? Maybe even a connection to somebody that led to a connection to another person that 
ended up being somebody that was integral in your business or something like that? I'll share one. And there's probably a lot that I could share. But you know, for me, the boss that I had when I was working my way up in the Fortune 500 actually ended up becoming my mentor for 15 years and actually ended up becoming the person that encouraged me to become an entrepreneur. And when I decided to become an entrepreneur and I was still working full-time, as I shared, I disclosed that to the company right away. And I said, you can fire me if you want, but this is what I'm doing. They said, no, we want you here. You produce the results and we'll let you do your thing as long as, you know, you deliver on your promise here, you know, and all of that. You know, I remember him saying to me, what are you doing here? He said, you belong on television. You should be writing books. You should be doing this. You should be doing that. And all of that since has come true. I think when I look at what I'm doing, the work that I'm doing right now and the impact that I'm able to have, almost all of what I learned came from that time in Fortune 500. And I share that. And I think that's really important because I see a lot of entrepreneurs that don't leverage their past background. They don't talk about where they came from. They don't talk about the past career that they had. They don't talk about the past experiences that they had because they think that they're in the online world now and that doesn't matter. Hmm. And I see a lot of entrepreneurs that disconnect from the skills that they built in one setting and they fail to carry those over into how that can make them an exceptional entrepreneur. So what I would say to everyone listening is don't discredit or discount your past just because it's not directly connected to what you're doing today. In fact, I think that if you go back and you spend more time evaluating what you did in the past and how it relates to where you want to go in the future, you'll get there much more quickly. And that's something I've definitely learned and it has been magnified. As I've grown my business, I've relied more and more on the skills that I learned 15 years ago in that environment. And, you know, I would also say to entrepreneurs, no matter what level you're at, I don't care if you're already at seven, you're at multiple seven, maybe you're at six, or maybe you're just getting started. Remember that when people look at who they're going to buy from, people can buy from a hundred thousand different business coaches. People come to me because they know I have an athletic background working for the NFL and I have a fortune 500 background and I have legitimate business experience. I share those two things about myself all the time because I know that that attracts people that are disciplined with an athletic background that also have business acumen. So I would challenge everyone to look at what is that background for you that you can draw forward that will help you to attract more of your ideal client in the market, but that maybe they don't even know those things about you because you haven't been sharing them. Mm. And so I know that was kind of a long answer, but I think there's some meaningful things there. No, I 100% agree with you. And that's something that I try to work on myself a lot of times too, Kelly, because I, I tend to do that with my background because I was in door-to-door sales for a really long time, which has nothing to do with online entrepreneurship and podcasting. You know what I mean? So it is really easy just to be like, oh yeah, I have X amount of years of experience doing this one thing. But then you look in the past and it's like, oh wow, you did door-to-door sales and training and recruiting for like seven years. Like that's somewhat interesting. And, and anybody who's done door-to-door, you know, it's kind of like a brotherhood type thing that forms almost or you know, with anybody who's gone door to door for any sort of length of time. But I think that's a really, really great point to bring up is to not run from those things, even though they may not be 100% congruent with what you do right now. It doesn't mean that it can't continue to help bring other people into your business because you might have some commonalities with them and could be something that actually ends up amplifying your connection there. 
Well, that's exactly it. And like, for example, in your, your situation, Travis, when people hear that, people are like going to be like, yo, Travis knows how to hustle, man. He did door-to-door sales. Like he gets it. And there's going to be a whole segment of the population that are going to be attracted to you because of what you teach. Plus the fact that they have a trust factor there because they believe that because you did that, you also will do this. And I think we forget that sometimes. Yeah, definitely. Really, really great point to bring up there. Kelly, you have a book that is all about live launches. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Where can we pick up a copy and what are the top one or two things that you want people to take away from it? Yeah. So if you're an online entrepreneur and you want to learn how to scale to the seven-figure mark or add a seven-figure income stream with social selling, the simplest method on the planet to do that is the live launch method. And you can do it with nothing more than your phone, on your, your, your camera on your phone. And we teach you the whole process A to Z in the book. You can grab a copy at kellyroachcoaching.com. Just click on the page that says books and head over and grab your copy. It's an easy read. It's a fast read. There's 40 different case studies of entrepreneurs that we've helped you know, create these six and multiple six figure breakthroughs in a matter of days using the method. So yeah, grab your copy on my website. Awesome. So make sure to go to Kelly Roach Coaching. That's R-O-A-C-H Coaching, kellyroachcoaching.com to pick up a copy of the live launch method and uh, try to implement that in your business, especially if you are in the online in the online space for sure. Is there a part of the live launch that you think a lot of people miss out on if they're an online entrepreneur? Like, is there one aspect where you think like, hey, this is where a lot of money is left on the table? There's a hundred aspects and it's actually why I developed the method because what was happening was online entrepreneurs, just like myself, are paying thousands of dollars to go through these courses and these programs and to learn these other launch methods. And for the average entrepreneur, they don't have the skill set or the audience capabilities to actually leverage those methods to create real success. Hmm. And so there are hundreds of things about those other methods that are just not, they don't match up for the average everyday yeah, entrepreneur. They're not relevant for right? yeah, yeah. real entrepreneur. Yeah. don't work. And, you know, so I would say when you go through the book, you'll recognize a hundred things quickly that are very, very different about the way we teach to launch versus maybe how you have been taught. But I would say, you know, one of the biggest things is the way that we focus on teaching people to deliver value and to help people create a breakthrough for free, going through the workshop, you're getting them to actually take a new action, gain a new insight and actually complete forward movement in whatever capacity you teach in. We call that the instant breakthrough. And, you know, people will walk away from your workshop, not just wanting to buy your offer, but telling many, many other people about it. So it's like a built-in world-class brand building system. Mm -hmm. And I think that's key because my experience in participating in other people's launches and going through webinars is, you know, most of the time you just feel like you need a shower afterwards. Like Mm -hmm. you're like, wow, that was not you know, I think it's opposite of most of what people have experienced and learned. And I think it'll be really refreshing. Awesome. Love it. Kelly, thank you so much for taking the time today. We're running a little bit out of time here. So I want to move on to the last segment, something I like to call the random round. Just a few quick random questions, quick random answers. You ready? I am ready. What profession other than your own, do you think that it would be really fun to attempt? Oh, well, if I was not doing what I was doing today, I would want to be a backup dancer for music videos. So I'll just put that out there. (laughs) If you could sit on a park bench with someone past or present and chat for an hour, who would it be? My grandfather. 
Definitely. How do you personally like to consume content? Books, audiobooks, blogs, podcasts, or videos? I am books all the way. I read a book every single weekend. And what is one of your favorites? I just read an incredible book called There's No Plan B for Your A Game, Bo Easton. I recommend it to every person listening to the show today. It will change your life. Give us a glimpse of your morning routine. Ooh, water, coffee, silence. (laughs) That's a big one right there. Silence. And then just, you know, getting ready to dive into the day. But yeah, those are the three things. And then, you know, a couple of days a week, I work out first thing in the morning, like 6.15 and then dive into action. What is your go-to pump up song? Well, I did just do a TikTok with my business partner and my other company called Give Her Courage to everybody dance now. So that could be, that could be a nice pump up. That's a solid, solid choice. It's a solid choice. (laughs) What is something that you are just not very good at, Kelly? Oh my gosh. So much technology for one. My team knows I'm completely tech challenged. It's probably why I created the live launch method because all I have to do is hit record on my phone and I'm like, good to go. And as we get everything wrapped up here, what is one place online where people can go to connect with you the most? I would say if you're interested in learning the live launch, head over to Tribe of Unstoppables, my Facebook group. If you just want to hang out and say hello, come find me on Instagram. It's at Kelly Roach Official. At Kelly Roach Official over on Instagram. Make sure to go over there, say what's up, tell Kelly you heard about her here on Build Your Network. Kelly, thank you so much for joining me. I had a really, really fun conversation with you. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me, Travis. Well, that's it for today's show. If you want more advanced networking strategies, as well as an instant network upgrade, then consider partnering with my BYN Inner Circle Mastermind. There are already dozens of high quality entrepreneurs in the group. There's dozens of video lessons on networking. There's monthly calls, there's accountability crews and more, all for the low investment of just 99 bucks a month. So head over to byninnercircle.com to jump in. That's byninnercircle.com. Thanks so much for joining us on today's show. We'll see you next time. Remember to leave every relationship better than you found it. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.